We're going to be talking about milling. If milling didn't exist, would I have this cup of coffee in front of me right now? Uh, you would not have that. Make sure they get rid of any foreign material. Proper ventilation. Twigs, metal, cigarettes. You don't want rusty coffee. We even have some big magnets on our computer. <laughs> Welcome to Bean Stuff. Today we make a return to a little bit more of an in-depth episode, a little more, a little more knowledge in this one today, right, Dad? It is. It's it's one of those things that you've it's got to be done, and someone's got to do it. What is what is it that we're talking about today? We're going to be talking about it's called uh, milling. Okay. Question I have for you about milling. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't know what milling is. Mm-hmm. And there is no, I guess my question is, if, if milling didn't exist, mm-hmm. would I have a cu- would I have this cup of coffee in front of me right now? Uh, you would not have that cup of cu- coffee in front of you right now. Wow. So this is You would have a cup of vital. something, but it would taste absolutely horrible. <laughs> I think as we go through the episode, you'll see kind of what that uh, mm-hmm. may or may not yeah. taste like. It's a thing that all the processes, we've been through two or three processes yeah. of, of coffee and this is where they a commonality they come together and now you've got to do this with all coffee whatever process dry wet whatever it's been done with it that was an interesting point we talked about literally just before we started filming mm-hmm. the episode but is no matter what coffee process you've chosen for your these beans mm-hmm. you are going to have to have your beans go through this this milling process. Yes, yes. Um, it's an essential step. For those of you who haven't listened, I would go back to any of the mm. uh, processing episodes. I think that'll give you a good yes. taste of what we're kind of what's coming right after. Um, but just so in case people haven't heard that episode or they need a refresher, mm. what is the last step that's happened to the coffee right before it gets to this uh, hulling process? Uh, different things have happened in different processes. The dry one, it's been just now taken off the the patios. If it's been on a cement mm-hmm. patio, they've brought it all together and they've put it into a bin or something. And now it's going to go through uh, the the milling, the hulling, and the things that are going to happen now to to finish off the seed after it's dried, after it's been through the wet. The wet process is 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 gone through the water tank, and in different ways. And now it's been dried as well on the patios, um, and but there's still this last layer on both of these coffees that uh, there's this parchment layer on the dry coffee is a little bit more because you've you've dried the whole seed out there. So now you have uh, got them to a position where they can now go through the milling process. And so you're getting this coffee, no matter what process it's gone through, it's you know, you're getting it from this state where it's been processed either to remove the entire fruit and uh, leave mucilage on mm-hmm. or the fruit's been left intact, but it's all been drying. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how long does coffee have to dry before we can even begin to uh, look at the hulling process? Right. And there's a diff- milling process. Depends on the country where you are and the process, but, you know, you could have anywhere from three to four days to three to four weeks mm. that you've gone through this process. And it may have got, you know, there's a lot of percentage of, in the bean, there's a lot of water and you want to bring that down. Eventually, you want to get it down to like 12%, say. Wow. And but So it's got to go from 60 to 40, you know, all the way down. And that's why it's been out there drying on the patios. And now the milling coffee, it needs to just continue that process of just bring it inside 
and it's in the parchment shell still. Mm. And I love this word. It's called repose. Uh, repose. repose. Sounds is, good. What is that? How does when that you relate? Repose and you, you lie back and you rest. Ah. And now the coffee Can is, you show me what repose looks like again? I could do that for you. I might go to sleep there. This chair, it doesn't go back. So it's no, not so it's not easy. a good reposing no, chair. No, 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 reposer. But you're looking for about 10 to 12%. And is that after it's been milled or is that, that as it's going into the milling process? Uh, no, it hasn't reached that probably at this point And gotcha. it's going to get down to that. And then they've got to calculate what it's going to happen when it goes into the ship mm. to get to the place it's eventually going to be at. And a lot of places want it to be around 10, 12, 13%. Well, it's funny, you think about if you leave bread on the counter, mm-hmm. um, you or bread will get very hard very quickly as the moisture is, you know, mm-hmm. is sucked out of it. And you think about it, how long this coffee we've been tracking over the process of, you know, fruit to or tree to cup, it, 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 it takes so long and, and yet it still has to have this moisture retained. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of amazing that it actually has any moisture. Yeah. And, of course, you also, at this point, you need to, in a sense, be protecting the bean, too, because you've got mm. this thing called light yeah. that wants to do stuff to the bean as well. You want to have a temperature that's stable, mm-hmm. um, and you want to have some proper ventilation, wow. which is a big part of this whole reposer of, of having the seed now resting. And it's amazing how how much goes into caring for the bean in that process. Exactly. And how delicate it can be. Yeah. And you've got a whole milling stations that uh, they take it to the dry milling station to do this last part. Mm. And it takes a lot of space too, I would say. You, you They go in like these jute bags behind us here. It's sort of like that. Mm. And, and that's the, they're just the parchment. And um, I can show you here, Reed. This is parchment. And it's just a, like a papery, brittle, dry covering now that needs to get off the final bean um, that we can then send overseas or send where we're, we're sending it. For whoever's listening, this is how brittle it is. That was not great, but it is a, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like a, like a, like when a snake sheds its skin or something. Yep. It's a very brittle, mm-hmm. hard, mm-hmm. yet uh, crunchy thing so my question is so we've got you know i'm the farmer let's say i've i've grown this coffee i've dried the coffee i've processed the mm-hmm, car mm-hmm. i've had it processed mm-hmm. then when i go to take it to the milling station do i give it to you and then you continue to dry it and store it or do i bring it to you once i'm actually ready to mill it oh you bring it to me once you're ready for it to be milled and well the milling place is probably going to store there as well. They're going to do that as well. Gotcha. I mean, some don't. Some will just leave it and then bring it when it's when they think it's 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 the right appropriate time. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, a milling place is where typically it's going to go through the process. It's going to be rested whether it's there or somewhere else. Gotcha. So you might be bringing it to a place that has the space to to yes. store that, or I mean, I guess it depends on where you are. But mm-hmm. there there may not be the facilities for that. It's yeah. How how big a farm you have, how much as you say space you have what technology you have because it does take a little bit of work right. there is you can do it as we've done it even at caravan we've 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 had some coffee recently some kenyan coffee from francis and uh, it was in parchment and we had to do it by hand and you can do it in many different ways but machinery mm. for a large you're going to need some machinery really if you're going to do it in, in big quantities gotcha and so while we're storing it in these these different methods there's the jute bags Yes. As we have behind us, mm-hmm. if you're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also wooden silos or bins. Is you that can, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, 
and I've seen more the jute bag style, but you, I guess you can put it in a silo in a big um, wooden container and control the, the product as it's um, wanting to, to be uh, hulled. And so milling, we get to this stage of milling. Once the coffee's been prepared, stored correctly, mm-hmm. it's been processed, we, we have this product that's ready to be um, uncovered almost. That's right. Um, and, you know, something that you had brought up that I thought was kind of interesting, and, and we talked about it in our processing episodes, but mm-hmm. different coffees are going to come to different milling stations at different states. But we've got dried coffee cherries. Mm-hmm. The pods, yeah. Um, I'll hold this one up to the camera as well. But So we've got dried coffee cherries. So some of the milling stations, you might be bringing this kind of a product. That's right. Different processes are going to come, and they will need to do a little more work to get to the green coffee stage here. Right. Whereas some of them might come in just parchment, so we've gone through the wet process Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. to take the fruit away from it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I just thought it was interesting because I hadn't even thought of that, that, you know, there's a, there could be a wide variety of materials coming mm-hmm. in. In that milling, once I get there, what's the first thing that that coffee is going to go through? The first thing, uh, it's probably going to go through a machine, most, uh, the, the hulling machine. Mm. And the, probably the first thing that's going to happen there is they're going to make sure they get rid of any foreign material. What it's, kind of foreign materials can you find in these kind of places? Oh, well, you can, I mean, major ones would be like twigs, metal, cigarettes, all sorts of things can be in that <laughs> uh, bag that got well, that far. And you know what's incredible? <laughs> yes. Is there's, I mean, we talk about so much, like, I think <coughs> the the word processing, I've probably used that a thousand times. We, we, we talk about all this processing, all these, you know, sieves and different things that coffee goes through, but you have a box at work. Of oh. things that you've still found <laughs> yeah. in coffee bags. Yes, I've stopped putting stuff in there because it's I, my box is not big enough. But you also have a box of pieces that make it through the roaster, mm. and then they, you have to go through a destoner afterwards. That's and right. You still pull out stones. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's 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 a it's a plant material. It's it's outside. It's, yeah, it's coming from outside, inside, and you're going to be drinking this stuff. So yeah. you don't want to drink a couple of nails in your your coffee. <laughs> you don't want rusty coffee. No. Well, some might. I don't know. But no. I don't know. I think that might give you tetanus. <laughs> it might do. Aged coffee. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So. There's just, I mean, I, I, I've even seen bullet cases. Um, Hopefully, you don't put a bullet in the roaster. No, I that would not. No, it was just empty, but it was a, you was a shell of a, of a bullet. Interesting. Um, but there's some, yeah, a lot of cigarettes that that a lot of there, and and but particularly for hulling here, it's getting rid of any stones because it's been on a. Uh, a cement uh, right. patio, and as they sweep these up, they've often swept some some stones and part of the cement up with it. Right, and especially in this part of the process, it makes sense if there's yeah foreign material. That's in right. There. But as you say, we 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 try and we even have even some big magnets on our yeah. know, computer. Okay, our uh, roaster. <laughs> I don't know if magnets on a computer no, is a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> on our roaster arms that go around cooling the coffee once it's come out of the roaster, mm. and we will check once a week and just put your hand along very carefully yeah. and. And you, I, probably the most things I find that is metal, of course, but nails right. are quite common. It's amazing. I mean, I know we're kind of going on a tangent here, but it's amazing how often you find foreign material and yet how much processing coffee goes through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes. stage two. Yes. So we've taken this coffee, whether it be in a dried fruit format, whether it be in a parchment covered mm-hmm. format, mm-hmm. we've taken that, we've got it, we've, we've taken all the stones out and bullet casings yes. and rusty nails yes. as best we can. Best we can. What's now? What's our second? What's what's the second stage that coffee goes yeah, into? I mean, bringing it down. Uh, there's different 
hulling machines mm. and as the coffee's that's been taken out all the foreign materials and things uh, as it goes in you've now got to get rid of that papery uh, uh, covering that's on the the green bean inside there mm-hmm. and a lot of that's done through friction it's like a you know burr grinder you and it, well, yeah. but it's just from metal and and going through sieves and whatever it may go through to but a magnet is is quite hel- helpful too. Just just oh, I mean, it's not a magnet, a vacuum. <laughs> Magnets, vacuums, a vacuum like a strong vacuum. Yeah, can, it just sucks off the this papery thin brittle uh, covering the parchment. Well, because it is so light. It Once is. it's broken from the bean, yep. if you have kind of an abrasive, and, yep. something to 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 almost to break it apart from mm-hmm. the bean. And it doesn't take much at all at this point. It's very really dry, mm. so it's it's ready for this to happen. Right, it is extremely. I mean, especially. I mean, obviously, the 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 whole fruit dried is much more. But the ones in parchment, you can break it, like we said, with your hands, mm-hmm. and, and it's very. It's almost like if you know, it's 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 easier than this, but it's almost a little bit like pulling out a pistachio. That's good. <laughs> yep, yep. If the shell was softer, that's true. I guess. That's but, true. I like that. I like it. These hulling machines that are doing this abrasiveness to these beans mm-hmm. are these. What's the scale of these? I mean, I assume obviously you can do it by hand, so very small scale. But mm-hmm. they, do they go quite large to a large processing oh, plant? Yeah, you would you would you would pour a whole bag, one of these jute bags. And how big in. is a bag? Well, I mean, the, these come from different countries. Like mm. in Ethiopia, it's one hundred and thirty-two pounds, sixty kilo, whatever. And yeah. you can go up to in um, places like Colombia, you know, one fifty-four pound bags. So you've got a lot of coffee that you yeah, dump and in. that's that's the green what's left over. So these right. these jute bags are quite large and quite blown up because these these are still quite large in terms. You of... You might say bloated bags. Of bloated, coffee. yeah, that's bloated. The word, that is the word I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, but but it's interesting. You can have these big machines, but as I was saying, mm. we've done it at Caravan before, where we've done it through our hands. Mm. I've seen pictures of people doing it with uh, table tennis bats. They <laughs> right put it between, between the, yeah, yeah. And just scrape it. You know, that's yeah. the sort of thing that you want to do. I've the one of the interesting I saw one was a bike tire. How they, do you do a bike tire? Well, it's really weird. They they put these these parchment things down into the oh, you put it in the inner in tube. the inner tube. Sorry, yes, you put it in the inner tube, and then you just sort of. Like like a rolling pin, you sort of almost like a, like rolling out sushi. Yeah, exactly. I was th- at first I was thinking <laughs> of like an actual spinning bike wheel. I thought maybe you throw it at it. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Wow. And Some, and how how tender I guess is the bean at this stage? Because it, it's still not like mm-hmm. you said, it's still drying that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if we're using abrasive machines, I guess. Yes. Is there a danger of damaging the bean not inside? Not too much. I, th- I mean, you could go too far for sure. Right. Uh, but they're not doing it so hard that they're squashing and they're splitting the bean open. Mm. Um, that's not the time to do that. And, and the machine won't do that as such. Even when you roast, you know, you roast it. That's what home roasters have. The hardest problem is um, when they roast their coffee, what do they do? It's, a lot of it's silver skin, but some of it is the parchment still. Mm. And they've got to get the hair dryers out and all sorts of things just to blow it away. Right. Because it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a problem you don't want in your coffee. Otherwise, it's like having little dregs and stuff that you sip and you go, this is not so nice. Exactly. And so... We've got the we've got some of the parchment broken off. We're, we're having it going through these machines. Um, are are these? I guess I'm thinking of a plant or like a, a factory or something. I think of like a conveyor belt going oh. in. Is this kind of a plant? Like how does it? How is it set up? Does the coffee come in at the bottom and go to the top, or like <laughs> is there a natural way that 
things are typically set up in these milling um, stations? The, I mean, some of the bigger ones, it's a more more progressive way this happens, mm. and it does. Some do start use gravity a lot to sort of as it comes down. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those places, I I, I remember being in Ethiopia and helping. Uh, I'm not sure if I was much of a help, <laughs> but uh, with these folk who were you and your magnets over there. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But they would have just a conveyor belt hmm. and this coffee just going past and they're just picking it out, all these defects and raw wow. material stuff because um, you know, that's been done at the hulling. But also they, they do another pass as it goes past, just manually picking out all sorts of things. And they were very good at it. Yeah, wow. And that's hard, too, because you've got so much coffee going by so quickly. Yeah, I mean, they so could often. slow, they could stop it. Well, they, when I was there, they stopped it. but uh, <laughs> Maybe that was because of you. <laughs> yeah, probably. And these milling stations, I mean, it, it sounds like a fairly established thing. Like, it's not, you know, not not everybody just has a milling station down the road. No. Are these, are these typically pretty local to farmers? Or is it, you know, a lot of farmers would share a milling station or how... I guess what's the economy of scale for us, at least, is yeah, how, how many there are. Because it is such machinery that's needed, typically you would have a number of farmers come to the milling station. Gotcha. And uh, so I'm not sure, farmers may own it, but you know, a bigger place will have it, and they will just communities around will bring it to that station. But it's typically not something that farmers are going to have on site. Not so much. No, I don't think so. It's its own, almost own entity of the coffee process. It's Yeah, you, you need a special specialized machines and, and place to do this. Not everyone does this next step where you polish the coffee. Okay, well, hold on a second. Okay, sorry. Polishing coffee. <laughs> I've heard of polishing stones in like a tumbler. Oh. Why, what What does that mean to polish coffee? Well, Because I'm looking at some right here and it doesn't look very shiny to me. Oh, well, it's not the shine, although some may want the shine. What do you, what do you what, I guess, what the is polishing? The last layer, I mean, we're talking about the parchment, that, that all these different layers of coffee, and now you're going to the silver skin, which is the last sort of remnant of, of, of skin on the coffee seed itself. Gotcha. So it's like almost like a... I'm trying to think of what it might be. You know, you know when you have popcorn. Yes. And it, sometimes you get the little kernels like stuck in your teeth. It's that like little tiny little piece that's just around the the kernel, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Yep, yep, yep. It's maybe it's not it's, like that. It's but the it's, last part, and you don't. Ha- I mean, you can you can roast it at this time. You don't have to polish it. Places I know, places in Guatemala do it very well. Yeah, but it just makes it look uniform, makes it look nice product, but you d- it doesn't really need to be done as such. It doesn't right. change the the quality that much of the coffee. So once you've taken that parchment off, there is still on. It's like a almost like a silky film kind of a piece to it that you're trying to let, yeah. kind of polish that off. Some just of get it's the just, last. As you've taken the parchment off, it there's there's just this membrane still there. That, membrane. Uh, that's a good word. That's a good word. Thank you. I'll, I'll stick with that one. <laughs> I think they call it the uh, uh, the. Uh, perisperm or something it's called the one of the layers of, of the coffee you've got the that that silver skin the perisperm and then so you've you know maybe you have polished that to some extent mm-hmm. you don't want to go too far because if you get too much friction mm. heat starts happening and that will now start to degrade the coffee um you, you, so yeah. you gotta be careful if you're going to do that once you've polished it then what are you doing are you sorting it are you yeah the really the last stage then is to sort it and there's a variety of ways you can do that so mm. you can have a, just people going on a conveyor belt and you sort that through manually that way which are probably a lot of places do actually yeah um you can get the high-tech stuff and you can get uh, electric color sorting 
and you can get ones going through tubes and as it comes through the tube it knows the color and it'll little puff of, puff of air and it'll, it'll pop out off out of the the, the or where it's all falling wow um and it's sorting out size you can do it for sorting for color defects all sorts of things it can do but that's really high tech stuff and I think typically it's more hand manually done as it moves past your eyes. That's pretty amazing stuff to to think about, like puffs of air and tubes. And I, yeah. I mean, I think of some of the places where these milling stations are, and that's a fairly, it seems like an advanced technology for... It is, and you've got a lot of coffee, so it's got to go through pretty quickly, to, right. otherwise you're going to have a slop the whole process. Right, right, exactly. Um, and so you've got the electrical sorting or electronic sorting, color, mm-hmm. color sorting. There's also screen sorting, is that right? Yeah, yeah, for size again, and it's just yeah. like a sieve, and if it pops through, great, it's that size. If, it, if it's too big, it won't go through, and it'll go through later on. And yeah. you're, you've you've sized sourced. And are are there different maybe countries or is it maybe just more personal preference or the farmer's preference or just you know what milling station you happen to go to on a Thursday? But <laughs> do you find coffees that you get in are there's different qualities of sorting or is it all fairly uniform throughout? Oh coffee? no, it it can be quite different uh, in terms of the country it's come from, mm-hmm. and there's different uh, definitions of what sorting is. Are you talking about just sorting through size only, and therefore you're making some assumptions that the bigger it is, perhaps right. the better it is, the smaller it's not, which is not always the case. Hmm. And uh, you, you, there's different ways you can, in Ethiopia, they've got like six, seven, eight grades of coffee. Wow. Uh, do you want pea berry? The one where it, it hasn't, it's def- deformity really, where it's just stuck together, hasn't broken two halves. And uh, you may be sorting for pea berry. You won't want to take all the pea berry out of your, co- pea berry out of your coffee because it won't taste as good. And that's a good episode there on pea berry. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's an interesting piece of it too, is the sorting actually can affect the flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're sorting out pea berries, if you're sorting out different things, you're affecting, you're, you're changing the flavor of that. Um, and that's, it's, it's, again, it's just amazing how how often coffee has a chance to be turned into something we don't want. Yeah, or I guess you could look the other way. How often has the opportunity to turn into something really, really good? Here's my question to tie up the episode, mm. to, to, well, to set people on their mornings answer. or their evenings. I'm or, ready. Into their coffee. Yeah. How much impact does <laughs> milling yes. have on coffee's uh, ending flavor? Oh, well, I've probably alluded to that already or may have said it, that it has actually a big uh, part of the quality of the cup you're going to drink in the morning. Yeah. I so mean, is it is it the sorting... Mixed with the way that it's hold, mixed with how it's polished, all those different components oh, yes. adding yep. up to the quality of the quantity I mean, of coffee. You want to go right back to when it was growing in the ground, right. as it grew, the rainfall, the the sunshine. The, all, there's, there's so much come through all this that they've been looking. We've been looking, sort of picking up our parts, the specifics of it, and mm. each of those parts has potential for damage to the quality of the cup but if it's done well you're going to have a great cup of coffee and it's amazing it's so much more than pulling off little bits of extra pieces of bean that we don't need you know there's the sorting aspect of it there's there's a lot of there's the polishing there's a lot to it yeah yeah um which is just incredible again that we get great coffee it is it amazes me that uh, all that's gone through all the hands that have gone through 
And here it is. I'm drinking this great cup of coffee. Thank you again for listening. Please don't forget, Dad. Did you have you forgotten? Because we've got an amazing way to get our episodes for free. Tell me, Reed. Every me. single time we free. release one. Wow. You know how we do them on Fridays? Yes. What if we did them on a Tuesday on accident somehow? You would still know if you were subscribed. That's right. So if you go ahead and <laughs> subscribe to the podcast, you you know what? You can even subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh. Wow. And we just got a new player on the website, so it's even easier to listen on the website. Nice. There are just so many options. I'm glad you're doing that, Reed. You do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously, subscribe. Leave us a comment. We would love to hear if there's something you're interested in hearing or there's something we talk about a lot that you don't want us to talk about anymore. <laughs> um, we've had some awesome suggestions mm-hmm. like canned coffee, mm-hmm. um, gas station coffee. Mm-hmm. We've had some amazing episodes that have been uh, from people like yourself. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much again. We're excited to bring you more episodes and discover what great coffee is. You have any final words, Dad? Uh, no, you said good words there, Reed. Right?